Food is about people and places and moments in time. This is a Chef Demoni Snapshot with your host, Graham McLennan. Did you visit Europe when you were young? This snapshot might resonate with people who look back from the comfort of middle age or perhaps senior middle age to a trip taken to Europe long ago. A trip taken when life was freer and travel was simpler and our knees didn't hurt getting on and off trains. Have you had a trip like this? And if you did, is it one that you look back on now? One that lets you savor the sounds and the tastes of decades ago when you were young? If you visit Europe now, does it somehow feel like coming home because of that trip you took when you were young? When I was 18 and just after finishing high school, I went to France and lived there for five months. Ostensibly, and as far as my parents were concerned, I was there to study French in a language school for foreign students. And I did that. But just as often, one of my best friends who was there with me, billeted with another family, just as often he and I would skip class with many of the other students and head out to see Europe, often from the nearby ski slopes. We would take the train to neighboring villages. We had Eurail passes, so it was easy and free, which was important, to jump on a train. We were in the Savoie region, and there was so much, so close, village after village, until we arrived in bigger places like Grenoble or Geneva. We found places, and I found croissants and raclette and cheeses and, and all types of food that my 18 years in Canada had not shown me. We found these all because we were willing to step on the train without particularly researching where we were going. There was a sense of mild adventure to it. And until a dinner just outside Bologna, very recently, I had forgotten that sense of mild adventure for a long, long time. Before we left on this trip for Italy, my wife B and I bumped into our friend Matt Sherlock at a fantastic meal at Burdock & Co. restaurant in Vancouver. Matt knows all things wine. He's a winemaker, and he is a wine importer, and he is incredibly patient with my random wine questions that arrive to his text inbox out of the blue. You can see what Matt is up to at Nickel Vineyard and at Lock & Worth in Naramata in the interior of British Columbia, if you like, and I recommend you do. Anyway, suffice it to say that Matt knows wine and he knows the food that goes with it. And when he heard that B and I were on our way to Bologna, Matt had one recommendation. You need to get to Asteria del Mirasol. And so we did. Turns out it was a wee bit away from our Airbnb. At first it looked like it would be a very expensive taxi or Uber ride, but happily, the area is well served by train as well, and so train it was. Now, perhaps it was remembering some train confusion and mild anxiety from the 1980s in France that made me suggest to be that we go to the train station early. It was just a five-minute walk from where we're staying, but I thought, let's go there early and get tickets sorted out in advance. And so we walked across to the train station. At first, we had a, an agent approach us and offer to help, and, and we thought we could uh, do this ourselves with the automated ticket machine. And so we punched some buttons. We learned there was both a fast train, not surprisingly, and a regional train. We were able to find the direction of the train by the ultimate station on the line, 
and we were able to find the correct regional train, but we couldn't locate anywhere on this automated system at least the stop that we needed to get off at. So we asked for help at the information booth, and they pointed us to the tobacco shop, interestingly enough. So not the ticket office, not the ticket machine, but the tobacco shop. That's where you get the very short ride tickets from this part of Italy, seemingly. So we bought our tickets. We planned to get on the 6 p.m. train, and then we went on with our day. When we were back at the apartment where we're staying, I was keeping an eye on the train schedule on the Tren Italia site, and all of a sudden the 6.10 train disappeared. And this was well before 6.10 in the afternoon or evening. But I thought, well, maybe that is just online ticket sales that have disappeared. In any case, we left in a hurry. We made it to the station because we were determined to get on one train. Anyway, the 610 was there. We got on that train, but, and this was rattling around in the back of my head, is this the right train? Is this the regional train that is going to make the stops at the smaller station, including the station we needed? Or is this the express train that won't? Anyway, we boarded, and I was feeling some mild anxiety, but also some excitement. I was pretty sure we'd gotten this right, but no, no matter what, I thought, you know what, we are on a train and we are heading somewhere. And it turns out we were right. This was the regional train. It did indeed stop at the stop that we needed it to. It was about a 20-minute train ride. We arrived a little bit early before our reservation at 7 p.m., very North American. That was as early a reservation as we could get, and the restaurant wasn't actually open yet, unlike Gemma in Rodino. In any event, we went for a nice walk around this uh, really picturesque suburban area and then returned to the restaurant, and what an experience. Incredibly friendly, genuine staff who really did seem like they were there to ensure that we had a great experience, and we absolutely did. A warm, cozy room. I was saying to be that it reminded me of a country farmhouse and of a specific one outside of Thunder Bay where I grew up, but just warm wood everywhere, a crackling fire, and in fact that fire was in the kitchen where the cooking is done by wood fire, and beautiful linen but with little roses sewn into the linen, so not formal at all, very country house. It was great. As I looked around, I saw the crackling fire. It was reflected in a mirror that I could see from our table. There were these incredible, huge pieces of beef and veal that were sitting out on a hutch right in the dining room. I will get a, you know, a picture or a reel or some such posted onto Instagram, and you'll be able to see these huge pieces of meat. And through the evening, we would see the chef slice and then hack when he had to, when he encountered bone pieces of meat from the very, very large pieces of meat on this hutch, and then he would cook them to order. So we sat down, we had some bread brought to us, of course, B opted for a glass of Lambrusco with dinner, and our waiter assured her both that it was dry and that she would like it, and if she didn't, he promised to drink it for her in the kitchen. So we all had a laugh about that. Uh, B indeed did like the wine, so that was fine. We had a simple meal, but wow, it was so good. So we started with an artichoke salad. This was done with very thin slices, mandolin, I assume, thin slices of raw artichoke with some other veggies dressed very simply in a vinaigrette. It was delightful. We next had 
the tagliatelle. There was a special truffle supplemental menu, and there were a few truffle options. I think we're getting toward the end of white truffle season in the neighborhood, but they are still showing up on menus, and we thought, all right, this is our time to have truffle on this trip to Italy. Can't do it everywhere, both for taste overwhelm and financial overwhelm reasons, but we opted to do it with uh, with the meal that we had at Mirasol. So our waiter recommended the tagliatelle with the white truffle. Very, very simple, just buttered noodles, basically, and the and the truffle. Um, there was a tortellini option on the truffle menu, but our waiter hesitated, and we agreed with him that with the truffle, it's best to keep everything else really simple. With white truffle particularly, I find it is so much about the aroma up front. That aroma is almost intoxicating. You want to pick up the plate and hold it close to your nose and draw it in. It really is something. But when you then take that first bite, the flavor is really subtle. It is delicious, but it is really, really subtle. Now that's a fine thing, but it's a subtle thing and all the more reason to keep everything accompanying the truffle as simple as possible so it doesn't get in the way. Anyway, this tagliatelle dish did that perfectly. Then we moved on to Secondi, and we there, there were four, I think, items on the menu that were uh, titled in the English version of the menu, The Tradition. So traditional dishes for uh, certainly this restaurant and the region I take it. We went with the veal chop of the house for two, This was duly sliced from the large, large piece of veal in the dining room on the hutch. Uh, Chef sliced it off. It was pounded, breaded, and cooked. It was topped with a deliciously cured ham and with what they described as milk cream, basically a, a heady, heavy bechamel. And my goodness, was this delicious and rich. We had a small side of bitter greens, and thank heavens we did, Hopefully the greens were doing some defense work for the arteries. It was it was absolutely delightful. It was a lot. It was a big, big serving, but we dined slowly, and I've got to say, I did the heavy lifting on that chop, and, and we got through it. The pace of the meal was just perfect. We had multiple servers, very informal, I would say, casual, but efficient. Again, much like at Uri in, uh, in Rodino in Piedmont, uh, friendly yet efficient, and uh, Mirasol did that did that so so well. We looked around; there were other tables laughing and enjoying the food, and and all of us were stopping occasionally to watch the chef slicing away at those large large pieces of meat. And dolce for dessert, I made room uh, because I wanted to try this one item that was peeking out at me from the dessert menu. And this was simple ice cream with the most delicious balsamic vinegar on it. And this was immediately knowable as the good stuff. I think balsamic probably surpasses olive oil for fraud generally in the world. There is so much non-balsamic vinegar, balsamic vinegar on the market, but this was clearly the real deal. It was thick, rich, intense, sticky and sweet and it went perfectly with the ice cream i've told b that i have now discovered my new make at home dinner party dessert i'm really not a pastry chef at heart dessert for me is always an afterthought but this could well be the solution (laughs) easy very fast and surprisingly decadent then we had a very pleasant 10 minute walk back to the train which no doubt helped with the digestion and then 20 minutes back into bologna 
What a perfect evening. So, Matt, thank you so much for that recommendation. Mirasol exceeded what were really very high expectations to begin with. I would absolutely go back uh, when we are able to visit Bologna. Again, if you are going to visit Bologna, I would absolutely recommend that you go to Mirasol. It is, it is worth your time. All right, I am going to wrap up this snapshot episode now, try to keep it relatively short. It is Thursday in Bologna as I record this, and I think this episode will be coming out Friday morning. Yes, it's going to come out early if you are in the eastern time zone in North America, and very, very early if you are near my hometown of Gibsons, British Columbia. B and I will be on the train to Venice tomorrow morning for a quick two-night stop there before we continue on to Sardinia. Now, I'm sure there are more delicious things in our immediate future, so I'm sure I'll have more to say soon here on Cheftimony. In the meantime, remember, I love to hear from you even when I'm on the road, so please do reach out if you have got a question or a comment for the show or perhaps a guest suggestion or a topic idea, a topic idea beyond Italy. Please do get in touch. You can find me on all of the socials, or at least these ones, Instagram, Twitter, X, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. I am at Cheftimony on all of those. On LinkedIn, find me under Graham McLennan, or you can always just send me an email, and those go to graham at Cheftimony.com. If you're enjoying Cheftimony, if you're enjoying following along on this uh, culinary tour of Italy, please tell a food-loving friend about the show, and please rate it, review it, and subscribe to Cheftimony wherever you listen to podcasts. Those written reviews are really, really important and helpful in that they help other people discover the show. All right, thank you for considering that. That is it for today. That is all from Bologna. Thank you for being here with me. I'm Graham McLennan, and I'll see you again soon, right here on Chef Demoni.